Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to We Are Everyday People Global Internet Radio Network. Uh, it is uh, it is Sunday, thirteenth of March. And uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody who has been listening. Uh, I've come a long way since the past. Uh, this is my third year uh, of being a, a paranoid and terrified <laughs> individual because I have never been known for a gift of gab. But I wanted to uh, start a radio. Uh, program at the time it's, that's turned into a network, but at the time I just I had a lot of things that I wanted to say. I didn't really have a platform to say them. And when I called particular black uh, talk radio stations, uh, you can wait online for an hour, and uh, after about uh, you know 30 seconds or 10 seconds, depending on whether they like what you're saying or not, they cut you off, which I do understand because it's a different platform, different format. But I just hate getting cut off, and I wanted to be able to say what I had to say. So, as one particular radio show host told me in a, a sarcastic way. 
uh, you know, if, if that's the way I feel about it, why don't you start your own radio show? I never forgot it. So uh, in time, I built up enough, enough nerve to do it. And I think we're doing pretty good. Matter of fact, I know we're doing pretty good. Uh, we have some listeners who, you know, I do get compliments. Uh, I do see a lot of folks a lot of times. They'll call in, but they perhaps maybe don't want to come on the line and say anything, which that's fine. I just appreciate the fact that they take the time uh, of their, their day to kind of listen to what it is that uh, the host and our shows have to say. And uh, we just want to put something out there, put information out, and, you know, give you some food for thought. Uh, we don't intend to uh, downplay anybody or... Uh, really disrespect anybody, even though sometimes it can come that way, especially if an individual insists. But we speak from our hearts. We speak, uh, you know, based on what we know and understand. And uh, we can uh, stand to be corrected. I've been corrected a couple of times. Uh, I've had to correct a few a couple of times, but I'm, I'm open-minded, and, and I listen, and I learn. You're never too old to learn. Okay, so... That's it. I want to thank everybody who takes the time to listen to the show live and who t- takes time to listen to the show on the archive, on the archives. I do want to start the show today with the brother who's been on before, a uh, brother who I have a, a ton of respect for. He's really trying to do some positive things in the community. Uh, currently, he is the uh, president of South Shore, uh, Chicago, Illinois South Shore High School Alumni Association, Incorporated. I do want to welcome back again, brother Terry Hardy. Terry, thanks for joining me again, and how are you doing? Keith, it's a real pleasure to be here, as always. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, we didn't get. We haven't talked. Uh, usually, sometime we we talk before the show and get a, you know, get a little uh, shoot the breeze a little bit. We didn't get a chance to do that. But I know that you have some information pertaining to some up and coming happenings with the South Shore High School alumni, and I'm just going to, you know, give you the steering wheel and let you uh, take it over and go where you need to go with it. Well, as you know, South Shore High School is celebrating 75 years of graduating uh, South Shore TARS, our mascot, uh, 75 years of graduating students from South Shore High School. And we are looking to celebrate this occasion by bringing together a diverse group of alumni from classes dating all the way back to the 1940s to present. We just had recently, as you can recall, uh, Coach Marv Levy uh, of the Chicago Buffalo, not the Chicago Buffalo Bills, but the Buffalo Bills football team. Uh, <laughs> he presented the school with the golden football, celebrating uh, 50 uh, years of the Super Bowl. Well, we're in the process of reaching out to several notable alumni from uh, various aspects of success. And that'd be from science, sports, entertainment, uh, business, journalism, and more. To come back to the school and share their stories about the community, the historic community, the historic high school, and be a source of encouragement to the students that are about to graduate from Monday uh, through Friday. On Saturday, we are seeking to bring together the alumni uh, to unify them from all of the various classes. Uh, as you can recall, South Shore was a Jewish community at the onset, and uh, it transitioned to an all-black community. And never in the 75 years of South Shore High School have we ever uh, had an opportunity where all of the uh, classes convened for an event. So we're going to do that in, in the spirit of unity, uh, celebrating the high school, 
and being a source of encouragement for the students that will be graduating. We'll follow that uh, with some entertainment and, of course, socializing. In a manner unprecedented with some entertainment from uh, students that have uh, graduated. So we've got entertainment coming in from as far as uh, Tel Aviv, Israel, and, of course, some local talent as well that have had some national exposure. So this is what we're trying to organize at this point. We have just begun a, a round of organizing meetings, and I'd like to encourage the leadership of all the various classes to get engaged by contacting me uh, via Facebook or uh, our website, uh, first of all, by registering online so that they get the news and updates but also be a part of the planning process so that all alumni have an opportunity to have input uh, and, and, and be a part of uh, shaping and molding the event. And there are other alumni groups as well. This is just about the South Shore High School Alumni Association, but it should include the Multi-Year Reunion Committee and any other uh, alumni groups that are out there. It's an opportunity to mentor students, of course, fundraise for the school, uh, provide a service uh, to the students, and uh, once again, unify all alumni classes. So please, if you have an interest in uh, being part of this historic event, I would suggest that uh, you reach out to me and, and get that invitation to the uh, organizing body, the uh, Alumni Week Committee. You can reach me at 773-294-9042. Once again, that's 773-294-9042. And if anybody wanted to uh, get in today on, on this show, I uh, wanted to have a question for Terry. Uh, you can call in uh, 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513. Uh, I saw one question earlier. Uh, is there a particular time frame that you have set up, or are you, are you trying to get particulars and open it together before you even think about uh, putting out a time frame for having this particular week? Well, we're looking at June. Looking at June, of course, this is time where finals are taking place and uh, the kids are getting ready for graduation at that point in time. And, and that's, it's ideal because we're really wishing the, looking to uh, wish the kids a bon voyage and a uh, successful future. So the timing is actually perfect. I have uh, I read a post, as I read all of your posts, uh, may not respond to them all, but believe I'm taking them in. And you mentioned, because it reminded me of me, and I said, I'm going to ask you about it. You mentioned uh, one early morning that you kind of uh, had a feeling and you, you kind of was, was a little disappointed about something in particular. And uh, it kind of brought you to where uh, instead of kind of getting down and out about it, you use that as motivation to get up, to push ahead, and keep moving forward. I find myself uh, doing that for various reasons on occasion. Uh, is that anything particular in particular you, that you want to share? It sounded like as though maybe expectations weren't being met, and I was hoping it didn't have to do with uh, what's happening with the Alumni Association. Well, you know, it's odd that you should say that. Um, I've been blessed with uh, a great vision across uh, many types of act many activities. Uh, the Alumni Association uh, is one of those organizing bodies, and of course, you know that I'm the founder of the World of Soul motorcycle community, and of course, uh, 
it spun off uh, the foundation to produce uh, college tours for students and the whole opportunity is to increase the amount of college tours departing Chicago and lots of historically black colleges and universities. There have been various challenges across all three of those, but yet uh, the challenges have not been enough to cause me to quit. Uh, there's been various, various moments of discouragement, but at the same time, uh, the reward for our youth and the community uh, once we are able to uh, organize and combine our resources and make these things happen, they far away from challenges. So I find myself tossing and turning at night. <laughs> I find myself mm-hmm. tossing and turning at night, and it seems like just when um, at, at the right time information is, is given to me. So I'm very much a spiritual person, and, and, and I'm encouraged because it's that three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning that I find myself being able to work best. And what you read just happened to be uh, one of those times where I got up and there was a mountain of things to write about that had been planted in me. So uh, don't be uh, don't be discouraged about what you read. It was it was it was a, a moment of celebration. Oh, it was actually encouraging. It was actually encouraging. Nowhere near because I can relate to it. And I, I usually, I sometimes will get up, and I've written on a various many posts throughout the years that, uh, okay, uh, here we go again. It's uh, that's most spiritual time of life, darkness to daylight. And then I'll, then I'll go into sharing thoughts that were swirling in my head at that particular time. And sometimes later on, I'll go and read those thoughts and say, damn, <laughs> you know. So I, I can relate. I can, I can relate. Yeah. To, to be to be quite honest, to the listening audience, I think it was uh, we should just tell them. It was after I'd given a testimony as to what was going on. It was Dwayne Woods' uh, song "Let Go" that I had accompanied that post with that video. So, if anybody's familiar with that song, you know how that song will make you break down into tears. And I uh, really thank God about uh, His power to, to move things forward. So, I take it. And I'm, I'm assuming that the obstacles that were once there, uh, well, that, that was actually a whole different situation. I had to do with the, the name change, but uh, that had to come up, so I imagine there's no reason to bring it up. Uh, so that's a good thing. So that is correct, right? It's all good. Everything's good at this point. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure I'm not, not jumping when I may have been on to something. So I will, okay, so that's cool. Everything is Everything is cool. I'm glad to hear that. So you know, let me let me tell you something. Um, we were blessed to have a, a, a an inaugural uh, alumni week uh, committee meeting, and I tell you, just as soon as I stopped worrying, <laughs> those folks that I was looking for to help take the lead uh, in bringing forward uh, the initiative, there they were. That's the bright side. Great, great. I know uh, I mentioned before. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. And I'm sorry, and we're looking for more folks to to come into the fold and be a part of what we're doing. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, whatever I can do. Of course, I'm kind of rolling around and have to do things kind of from a distance, but whatever little bit, I hope just being able to uh, put this on the air and give people a chance to chance to listen to you. I know, of course, they can read your message, but you can't get a message out too many times. So 
uh, hopefully uh, this platform is doing whatever little bit positive it can do, you know, for the Alumni Association. Absolutely. Every little bit helps. So I know you mentioned, now this is, this is 75 years, man, and you mentioned names like Marv Levy and, uh, you know, there's some big names. Yeah, people have done some outstanding things coming out, coming out of South Shore. And I'm taking it that have you actually made contact with these individuals or are you in the process of making that contact? Have you heard back from anyone? We have reached out and uh, talked to a lot of folks and or their representatives. As you know, South Shore is the home of, like you said, many notable alumni. And um, to have folks like Larry Ellison of Oracle Software to come from your school and, and reach out to them, you, your phone call gets answered. That's, that's one thing for sure. And uh, folks like... Uh, person that co-discovered the structure of DNA, Dr. James Watson. Uh, I was very encouraged when I reached out to his office, and uh, these folks are interested, and we'll continue to move forward. I talked to Dorian Boylan uh, personally, who played for the Pittsburgh Pirates and owns about 35 automobile dealerships around the country. He has a huge Mercedes-Benz dealership in uh Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Orlando, yeah. I'm going to slip my mind for a second, but uh, very <laughs> kind people and uh, very open to contributing to their uh, alma mater. So we're going to keep moving forward in that regard, but definitely um, even those that haven't reached those heights, uh, they're just as important, and those, calls, those phone calls are even more so encouraging as we uh, continue to do develop this opportunity. So we're all You know, uh, Terry, it's funny, it's funny you mentioned Dorian Boylan, but Dorian Boylan, because Dorian Boylan is one of the individuals who I have been saying for a couple of weeks I wanted to uh, try to contact so I can add him on the show. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, his tenure at South Shore uh, baseball and, you know, where it all started. Because he was actually a Chicago Cub for a minute. What, what was he? Was he a Cub? Oh. No. Uh, I, I think he was a Cub for a second or two. Uh, but I just wanted to talk to him about his career and his transition to uh, the dealership. I know he's a very successful Mercedes-Benz dealer. And, uh, yeah, that would be a great interview, I believe. He speaks very positive about his experience over at South Shore. And even more so, one of the things that he talked about uh, that struck my attention was the transition uh, from uh, grammar school to high school for him was during that period of time when uh, the population of the school was turning from uh, an all-white uh, Jewish uh, Absolutely. school to, to an African-American school. And that's that story that we really want to get out there during the Alumni Week. Uh, we're trying to incorporate this with uh, Ride for Change, Ride for Hope, which is an awareness campaign that tells a story about America's history. I've been having these events around the country, and it's about time we plant that story right there, uh, plant that opportunity right there in the South Shore community and tell that story because so many so many things have come from that school as far as alumni is concerned that have impacted the world. And uh, despite our challenges, uh, we've always found ways to move the nation forward. It is one of the things of life to change, life to hope. And... Uh, 
I want to want to tell that story because South Shore has experienced some some rather unique challenges uh, from a uh, middle, high middle class, high to middle class uh, income community to a moderate to low income community. As you know, South Shore uh, has students from the school, this community, and some outside of the community, but. The students in the community, CPS, Chicago Public Schools, 85% of them are low income. Uh, the students in the South Shore area, uh, 89% are low income. Despite that, uh, we can combine our resources to make some great things happen. So this Alumni Week and some of the activities that are going to surround it are going to tell some rather interesting stories to follow up on other stories that have already been put out there in the public, like what was broadcasted on 60 Minutes. This is an opportunity to follow that up with a positive story that uh, talks about uh, how all of the alumni came together and it's the outcome that we're going to produce, which is going to be the highlight of that story. So that's what I'm looking forward to, and that's the mission I'm trying to share with others so they'll be charged up to be a part of that. Because you got some really interesting challenges. You know, the, one of the things that uh, an alumni wrote back to me when we first started the Alumni Association, and it, if you read it, it could, it could be taken as negative, but he was really saying that there's a story uh, that, that needs to be told. And his question that he raised is, what do we have in common uh, other than sharing the same school building? What do we have in common other than sharing the same School building. Now, of course, this was one of the, the older white uh, alumni. So, we're going to we're going to answer that question. We're going to answer that question. And I also want to uh, let's let's make it clear too, because there's a lot of people who may have listened and uh, that figure that uh, okay, we're going to have a 75 year anniversary, and uh, okay, we'll see you in the next so and so. But your intention is to have some type of consistent connection via an alumni association. With South Shore High, is, is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's really about bringing people together that would not ordinarily connect or ordinarily come together, and to help take the community through the school to a place that they would not ordinarily go, and accomplish a community goal in a manner in which we would not ordinarily embark upon as a, as a group. South Shore High School has never had an alumni association, believe it or not. Uh, and one thing that we all have in common is we want to see the young people in the community succeed. I was talking to the principal, and one of the things that she said, because we were trying to sell the college to a concept to her, uh, being brought forward by the Alumni Association with the foundation. But let's leave the foundation out for a second. Um, she she re- responded to me, you know, absolutely. We are in the college preparation business. And as I speak to some of the uh, the white uh, Jewish alumni, uh, they agree. You know, education is the means by which uh, African Americans will achieve parity in the, in, in the, in the country, and uh, it is the means by which uh, the community in which they love could be improved. Uh, because it's, it's not a it's not a pleasant situation as they look back and they see uh, the the conditions that the community in which they grew up in is in. In fact, one of my uh, brokers at um, one of the complications of business with uh, when she found out I went to South Shore High School, we started talking about it, and she actually broke out and started crying. Mm. She graduated from South Shore High School in the early 60s. 
and she talked about how beautiful the community was. And uh, it was at that time that I really became concerned and I began to really realize you know, how that transformation wasn't as uh, good as it should have been and how there's a need to help reconcile with um, the community and uh, bring about some positive solutions. So I'm thankful that I'm having the opportunity to serve the alumni, both black and white, and that uh, the black alumni are in agreement that uh, the, the program, programmatic plans that we have in place um, show high probability of receiving some um, support and that uh, it will engage the alumni with the students in a manner that they have never been engaged before. And it's one of those things that brings back that, uh, that 2008 uh, uh, mantra that uh, President Obama had uh, everybody repeating, and that's yes, we can. So we want to demonstrate that, you know, the elected demand uh, turned our back and started whispering to ourselves, yes, we can. It's an opportunity to demonstrate how we can and actually do it with uh, people that would not ordinarily connect. And once, we, once we're connecting, you know, by means of the association, we can uh, sustain that with some agreement as to how we're going to do that and to continue to uh, drive some resources in that direction that will allow us to continue to do that. That's the plan. It's a great plan. I think it can be a great thing with a lot of potential, and it absolutely will be a great challenge because we definitely have to. It's going to take also take some deep programming, and these days, unfortunately, uh, with the state of you know the state of us and the state of people, disenfranchised people, and uh, it, it, but it's, it's work very much worth uh, trying to do. So I, I like what's going on, and I hope everybody would uh, take heed and join in in some way, shape, or form and, and make this happen. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that about the, uh, the taking taking uh, us um, the ability to be deprogrammed to make that happen. There was a report, uh, I forgot the gentleman's name, but he was the first African-American reporter over at CBS, Back in 1974, he had uh, filed a report. It was an hour-long report that talked about uh, the state of uh, black America. And there was an episode, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's been floating around on Facebook. There were the opinions of white folks, uh, of black folks, and uh, vice versa. White white folks uh, moved out of their neighborhoods and why black folks were having the challenges they were having in urban communities to sustain themselves and their families. That conversation is one that is has been reignited in this process and it really gives it an even more clear understanding as to people were back then and where they are now with those opinions and what it's gonna to take to move us from where we are to, to where we ought to be. From a social standpoint, economic standpoint. Uh, political and spiritual standpoint. Absolutely, because I mean, we, we have there's so many there's so many various media outlets that that will be going against. I mean, that uh, steering one way, we got to say, hey, wait a minute, you know, okay, just like the video games, like it, we have to teach them that that it, that's what it is. You know, you can't in real life, you can't push the button and reset. So you got to you know, just critical thinking, conflict resolution, anger management. And 
we, it's not to overcome. Like I said, it is worse. If we don't do it, it won't get done. It won't get done. And talking about doing, uh, the South Shore Community Action Council, which is an arm of Chicago Public Schools, will be convening uh, will be convening on the 17th, I do believe. 17th, Right, next Thursday over at Our Lady of Peace Church. Uh, it's going to be a special meeting. Uh, this is going to be one that's going to involve a memorial uh, with some testimony, video, and uh, pictorial tribute of Henry English. I don't know if you can recall Henry English. He was the president of the Black United Fund. You know, I didn't know him until he passed. Everything I heard, man, it, it makes me wish that I did. I can't believe I had I hadn't known him. I just didn't. But everything I heard has been just a, a, a beautiful brother, man. Henry English was a former Black Panther. He's actually um, credited for recruiting Congressman Bobby Rush, who was also a Black Panther, into the organization. Uh, he headed up uh, the Black United Fund. He was the founder of that chapter. And is credited for bringing some uh, funding into the community, some programming into the community. Uh, also uh, credited for advocating for the construction of South Shore International College Prep. He was a uh, local school council member over there at uh, South Shore. And uh, his organization hosted the South Shore Community Action Council, which is one of nine community action councils across the city that are a part of uh, Chicago Public Schools, one of their initiatives. And that's where I first met him. Uh, well, no, it's not the first. I first met him at the local school council uh, meeting, but the, once I became a member of the South Shore Community Action Council, uh, I began to spend a little bit more time with him as he was a part of those meetings. We also sat on the same committee to repurpose the South Shore High School building, the old South Shore High School building. So um, I was sitting among the giants, and on Thursday, uh, there's going to be a memorial for him. Uh, then we will transition over into our monthly uh, meeting uh, before a larger audience, and at that time I'll give a presentation uh, regarding uh, the Rise for Change Rock and Hope College Tour, uh, collaboration with the Community Action Council, which will include uh, reaching out to various community organizations, institutions, uh, governmental agencies uh, supported by elected officials, commercial interests, and other foundations to bring forward these college tours. We're looking to uh, mobilize the community with a a service for our students that culminates with uh, 20 to 30 tour buses uh, departing Chicago and route to historically black colleges and universities uh, escorted by 100 motorcyclists or more. So I'm pleased to be able to uh, ignite uh, the movement from a community in which I grew up in, with the high school in, and that it be supported by uh, the Community Action Council and uh, also the Chicago Public Schools uh, Community Action Council structures is being redesigned and there will also be a... um, presentation about that. I think Rosita Shitanda is also on the agenda. She is a a frequent person on your radio network. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That's your problem. Yes, she hosts you more. There you go. So she'll be talking about yes, that, I'm sure. 
Absolutely. And, you know, when you talk about HBCU, man, I tell you, my, my eyes light up because, of course, all my life I've heard of HBCUs. I've never been the one until my son started at uh, University of Arkansas Time Love. He's just going into his senior year now. He's finishing his He's in his senior year now. And uh, I tell you, Brother uh, Terry, there's nothing, nothing like an HBCU. Nothing like it. I just wish that people were more receiving of them and would consider them so that they can flourish like the non-HBCUs. They're great schools. You're around your own people. You're around uh, your own people with a common ground, with a common goal. And uh, it's just a beautiful sight to see all these, uh, all of our youth uh, gather together doing the right thing, man. It's just a beautiful sight. That's just me. Well, a lot of people don't know, too, that historically black colleges and universities are also diverse campuses in many instances. And, yes, sir. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and they, were, they were charged at the onset uh, to provide educational opportunities for African Americans. So we are engaged with uh, providing this, this service and uh, telling the story because our initiative of Black for Change throughout the Hope once again is an awareness campaign that tells a story about America's history and uh, that along America's roadways are many places of historical significance. But these stories, in summary, say despite our challenges, we've always found ways to move the nation forward. So Chicago Public Schools, their goal is to increase the amount of college, the, increase the amount of high school graduates, and also increase the amount of students enrolling into the post-secondary education institution. So we want to encourage the education conversation and provide more hands and feet uh, with support to uh, enable more of our students to participate in the post-secondary education process. Despite our economic situation, uh, we should be able to, to do just that. And that's the strategy that we're looking to bring forward uh, at this Thursday's meeting. And we're hopeful that as many people as possible will come out and hear the presentation and clearly understand the value and be a part of uh, steering some resources that enable our students to be a part of this experience. You know, our, our, our students need experiences that showcase their possibilities. And we need adults that enable students to be a part of this uh, this process of them having these experiences that inspire them to pursue a college degree. And that's what this is all about. That's why we really want the Alumni Association to be involved because we can give away scholarships high and by, uh, but when it really comes down to that first step on the college campus, how did that come about? If the alumni were a part of that, it really would help fuel their aspirations as well because we've got a great many uh, alumni that have done some fantastic things. I mean, the the head of the um, Harvard School of Medicine uh, is is a graduate of uh, South Shore High School. The head of uh, the National Association of Scientists is a graduate of South Shore High School. So despite a lot of the negative things that have happened in the 80s and 90s and when the school it really went down, um, there still were uh, some people that have come out of that school and done some great things. The person that uh, is head of marketing for uh, General Motors during that time period came out of South Shore. Um, is an alumni. So we have a great story to tell, and I can go on and on about uh, 
the opportunities and our history. I know my time is will be coming up uh, to coming to an end, and so I'll, I just kind of back out, <laughs> back out around. Mm-hmm. But look forward to it sometime. I, I, I hope Passing people uh, hear you. Yeah, and I hope people hear you and uh, take interest in this college tour because uh, what they're going to get from this tour is worth so, so, so much more uh, than just taking a trip somewhere and uh, you know going on a college. This is this is his, this, 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 this is historic, and uh, I, I hope that before they make a, a decision, that they at least uh, try to get on this tour and check it out and listen to what you all have to say about these HBCUs because. Uh, I, I know firsthand is I don't get any feeling like that uh, anywhere else when I'm around these uh, college youth at, at the HBCU. It's, yes, they're diverse, but there is a majority. It's noticeable, and uh, it's just a beautiful sight to me. So, uh, okay, uh, we'll let you, uh, I don't know, you, you probably made a closing statement and all of this in a combo. And <laughs> each of what you uh, had to say to this point, but I'll give you uh, that opportunity to uh, make a closing statement, maybe something you may not have put out there, but uh, you know how we do it. Uh, from the heart, just putting it out there in the way that you want to receive. So I'll hand it over to you now. Hey, family, Southshore High School alumni. Join us uh, this Thursday at Our Lady of Peace Church at about 6 o'clock. That's when I will be there to give a presentation about Life of Change, Life of Hope College to a collaboration with the South Shore uh, Community Action Council, uh, even uh, more so be part of the organizing for uh, the Alumni Week. Have your voice heard and uh, have your input during our conference calls and in-person meetings. Get on the distribution list for the invitations for the meetings so you know where we are what time, and uh, how to connect. So 773-294-9042 is my number. Give me a call, 773-294-9042, or simply log on to Facebook, catch me there, through the Alumni Association's page or my personal page, Terry Hardy, or even go to our website at www.sshsalumni.org and register if you haven't already done so. And send me a note. Let me know uh, about your unique qualifications and how you want to connect, whether you're even a president of a class here or you chair a committee on uh, the alumni group. Whatever it is you want us to know, that helps us to appreciate how the value that you bring to the table. Uh, just tell us who you want. We greatly appreciate that. Looking forward to hearing from everybody. Looking forward to moving forward more than anything else. Uh, some progress. Is always better than no progress. And every little thing that we do is a, a means of celebration. So I'm glad to be here tonight to celebrate that we are making some progress with the Alumni uh, Association. Mm-hmm. Not the Alumni Association, but the Alumni School. Thank you so much, Brother Terry. Uh, once again, I uh, appreciate you taking the time to come on. Uh, we'll stay in touch. Hopefully, as things transpire, you can we can come on and, and keep it keep it. Uh, keep the message going here, and I'll do whatever I can do uh, from remotely or when I, while I'm in town. Uh, I'm willing to do what I can do for this cause, and I, I'm happy to be uh, a part of it in whatever way I can be. So thanks again. Be for that. I appreciate it. 
You're a blessing. Thank you for the platform. Absolutely. Much respect to you. And uh, everybody, when we come back, I'm going to go into, uh, this is the last weekend before a historic uh, election in Chicago with the future of Chicago at stake, in my opinion. And we'll see if you agree. And uh, we'll be right back. Brother Terry, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Be back in a second.
Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man. Shot the guy was down on the ground. Where was the threat? 
he was the first shot wasn't worse. If he had shot him the one time, he should have faced the same charges he's going to hopefully face and be held accountable for for shooting him 16 times on camera. And they're lying. They're lying. False police reports should be a felony. You file a false police report knowingly, that should be a felony, and that should call for immediate termination. Whenever the Chicago Police Department's union contract comes up, I hope whoever's in charge of this thing take care of business and call their bluff. They're not gods, and they're acting like it because they've been able to. And the Cook County State's Attorney, Anita Alvarez, is a reason why they feel like damn gods because they know that that thing, that wicked thing, is not going to hold them accountable. They know it. There's no accountability. That's why I teach that. It's not just Chicago, but all over the place. They have no reason to fear. They have no reason to fear. So it's open season. All of these cops who uh, actually are undercover uh, supremacists, they knew what they were doing. While we were being entertained watching, you know, whatever we watched to be entertained, they're out there getting into the criminal justice system, into the school system, and everything else. And they're in there, and it's coming out on live video, not live video, but on video. It's coming out. We're seeing it. We're looking at it. What's the problem? Come on, y'all. If if Anita Alvarez is not taken out of office on this coming Tuesday by the people, everybody who was talking about they wanted her to resign, I didn't want her to resign. I want the people to resign her. But if she is reelected, can you imagine on Wednesday, if she's reelected on Tuesday, you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, she's going to show. Who the hell y'all think y'all are? How the hell y'all? Y'all going to remove me from office? I got something for you. And Anita Alvarez is still walking around talking about she has done nothing wrong. But I guess once you get that far into your, your wickedness, you got, you got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. But it sounds so ridiculous and disrespectful. It's disrespectful that she is even running... period, for her to even be running after what's taking place in Chicago that she had control over and not holding anybody accountable as far as the law enforcement, she should get, if she had to get out of there. If she don't, Chicago, you can forget it. You can forget it. The world is watching Rahm Emanuel, unfortunately, there's no election Tuesday. His ass ought to be out of there, too. He's still walking around, cheesing, thinking he's done nothing wrong, trying to make his little band-aid corrections, and sitting around taking uh, uh, pictures and smiling with these uh, uh, black people. Uh, well, I'm going to say something else, but I'll just assume that they're innocent, whatever else. I I'm not going to go into them, but I'll go into him, because it's not about them, it's about him wanting to take pictures, smiling on the front page, and these newspapers have the nerve to publish it, smiling and cheating with black people. That's an insult. That's an insult. Ron Emanuel, he's a damn liar. And now, and I, I see Carla, I'm going to get you Carla in in a second, but, and he also has 
this new uh, group that Lori Lightfoot is supposed to be in charge of this uh, police uh, review, something or another, which is just a piece of crap. It's just another front. Who in their right mind would appoint somebody to be in charge of a a group that's responsible for investigating your own shit? You're going to get somebody on the other side who, who, where there's an unspoken code of ethics that's going to do the right thing. And when I heard her on an interview on WVON with Cliff Kelly, Chicago's WVON, uh, AM 1690, if you want to Google uh, them and tune into their show, they have some really good shows during the week. Uh, that's my favorite station, including uh, WALK in Atlanta. But that's another story. But Lori Lightfoot got on there talking about, oh, well, amongst other things she said that just was stressing that, well, the police, we need to ensure that they have the proper training, that they need more training. And I, and I, you know, my stomach just tightens when I hear people talk about police training because these racist supremacist cops had the same damn training as the good cops that do the right thing, which are most of the cops, I believe. The same damn training. What do you mean they need training? How, how do you train a racist supremacist bigot, a racist swine? Don't common sense to say they need training because he shot a guy 16 times? who was down after the first time and shouldn't have been even shot the first time? He was no threat? Hell, what kind of training are you given? What kind of training do they get? Do you give those who infiltrated uh, the police department from the KKK and the supremacist group, do they get a, a certain set of training? And the, the, the ones you know who are all about doing the right thing, are they in another, another group with a different kind of training? What's all this training shit? That's an insult. Nobody calls them out on it. Let me bring in uh, Carla, and I'll go into the, uh, but let me just say again, I'm sure, uh, brother, I'm with Carl Sanders, I'm sure you're going to say something about this too, but we'll, we'll be talking more about this, and we'll talk about the, the presidential election. And uh, But here we go. We're going to bring in uh, my brother, my alumni I've known a long time, Brother Carl Sanders. How you doing, man? I'm good. How about yourself, Keith? How you doing, my doing brother? Doing great, man. Appreciate you calling. Ready? Thanks for calling in, oh, man. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, I've been listening. I've been listening. I listened to Terry, you know, the whole time, and um, I didn't get a chance to respond to Terry, but I appreciate everything that Terry done for that alumni, social alumni, because it's, it takes a lot of dedication and hard work, man, to commit to, to us alumni association. That's commend oh. the brother, you know, man. Yes. And yes. I, you I'll know, go. I would like to. I would like to spend some time too, you know. My time has been very tight uh, as of late, you know. I'm working and going to school all the time. So, but I'm still blogging and doing certain things. Oh, yeah. And I'm still, yeah. you know, doing a little something on the fa- I love Facebook. Facebook is great, you know. Um, Black History Month is every day. You know, that's my thing, you know. Kick it out, kick it out there. But, you know, man, um, we got a store. Elections coming up Tuesday. And my thing is with Anita Alvarez, man, is is that, you know, what's going to be put to test is I want to see how the Mexican population votes. Now, if they come out like they said they was going to come out and they support Chewy and, you know, majority of Cook County, we have a large percentage of they come out Tuesday, we can actually vote her out of office, man. And that's what I'm hoping, you know. It's gonna now we're gonna find out 
what the Hispanic or the Mexican population is willing to do. Are they going to go oh, yeah. out, go yeah. out there and vote for her? We're going to find yeah. out Tuesday. Their stands. Damn right. So then, and then when we find out their stands, then we know how we should, you know, uh, relate to them. You know, because if you're going to support this nonsense, you know, you got this woman in office. She does absolutely nothing. She's in. She's in bed with uh, the fraternal order police. You know, she done absolutely nothing. They was forced until that that uh, until this one guy came out and exposed and took the and took this case to court. And he asked the judge to release those films to release the video of the killing of Laquan McDonald. That's when when they knew and that judge had said yes, I will do it. That's when they came out and tried to cover it up, and it's and ever since then, everything else been coming out, you know, on just you know, with kill boys. You, you understand? Let me say this though. Here's how that review that review board. That's a piece of bull crap, you know, because here's what we have to do now with the city of the city council. We have to. The people of Chicago have to get together. We have to start doing, we have to force them to do referendums. We have to vote on 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 police boards. We have to do that ourselves because the people need to make those uh, cops accountable. When you vote in, a ref, when you do a referendum and you vote in certain people to sit on those boards, then you're going to get better reviews. But having uh, special training for cops and all, no, absolutely not. That's not going to do it because that's going to continue. To, it's going to continue to keep going, uh, snowballing to the same BS that it's been doing. That's not going to help. We have to we have to have a referendum. We have to vote our own uh, police board in. Like you said, we can't have these idiots uh, having their uh, friends, best friends on the board. And, and covering up crimes uh, and stuff, that's got to go. You know, I'm glad. Do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel what I'm saying? Or just feeling as far as this being an election that the future of Chicago is at stake. Am I getting this right? In your opinion? Yes. Uh, this this election is very important, man. This is one of the most important elections ever, man. You know, it's going to tell what. Uh, African Americans are made of. I want to see the percentage of African Americans come out. I want to see what's you know what's going to happen. I'm you know I really want I'm really looking at this Anita Alvarez now. If we can get her out of office, that'd be this would be historic. That means that the people have yes. stepped up. You know that's that what says that a means. lot that, because it says a lot and also it's going to and and I I feel good about how. We came out how this this young group of uh, African Americans, these young cats in their twenties and thirties and their early forties, they came out and they actually shut Black Friday down. They shut them down. Ron Emanuel didn't know what to do. They lost a lot of money on Michigan Avenue, and I'm and I was so glad that these young cats came out, man. And that showed me right there that weekend that Anita Alvarez, she's a done deal. Now she's been showing her face on these commercials. And there's nothing genuine about it, neither Anita Alvarez, man. Everything, everything Brother I look at her, I, I look at her with this this pain. I detest that yeah. she's the uh, she's been there for seven yeah. years, man. She ha- she has got to go. 
she should be removed. Whether she will be, we'll see. I'm nervous about it because I know how right. we can be. I know how we can be. Right. All I know is that if uh, can you imagine what we what what black folks are in store for? Is she not taking our office? Oh man, man. you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, she's gonna clown on that man. She's gonna love it, and you know, and then that just gonna tell us that hey man we have more work to do we got to get these people out man we can actually vote her out Cook County has a large uh, population of African Americans that's registered to vote that can vote her out alone absolutely if people absolutely. If they come out they got to come out and that's the number one thing that I was I've been preaching you got to come out you got to come out and vote Tuesday now a lot of people now she's gonna get the support of the police department and Fox yeah, you have a lot of brothers that's on that force. You know, a lot of brothers, they're going to vote her out, too. A lot of brothers and sisters that's on that force, they, they'll be voting for Fox. But then, you know, I don't know, man. I'm just, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to really be interesting. I do believe that she will be defeated, and I hope that people go with uh, uh, Kim Fox because that would change the whole face of the right. situation Absolutely. in Chicago. And if Absolutely. Kim Fox gets in there, you know damn well Ron Emanuel is next, whether it's before his right. e- election or oh, yeah. then, he's done. Absolutely. So this is this Absolutely. is so important, man. Wow. What do you think? I'm nervous. I'm I'm with you. I'm nervous about it too. But yes. hey, man, yes, I'm, I'm really I'm really hoping that we can. I'm actually want to take off Tuesday and just get out there. I wish I can. You know, I wish I could have touched bases with Kim Fox. And, you know, because I know what she needed to do. She needed to, Kim Fox needed to really go out in, in all in all of Chicago. She needed to be out there. And and I'm sure there's a lot of people that's going to vote for Kim Fox because of, uh, you have a lot of, you have a lot of smart, educated white folks, man, that will not vote for Anita Alvarez because there's a, there's a difference between color trash, I agree, and you know it's a different. They're smart, smart, educated white folks, man. They want, they basically want to do the right thing. That's how Harold Washington got in. They supported him, the Gold Coast whites, rich ones. They supported Harold Washington. That's how he got in because they wanted to see the right thing done, man. They got tired of that. They tired of the machine politics, man. It's just, it's, it's, I'm, I'm sick of it too. And my, it's another thing. We ought to hold a referendum. See, the people got to come out, man. I see that we ought to hold a referendum and just eliminate 25 aldermans. You eliminate 25 aldermans and you make an alderman, make him make him uh, responsible for two wards. You know, let's cut. Let's you know, let's cut the budget. Yeah, you that, know, that, let's, that let's has to You know, 50 aldermans. With 50 wards, the taxpayers don't need that vote because they're not doing anything because most of them are rubber stamped anyway. Whatever Ron Emanuel wants them to do, that's what they do. They're going to, you know, they're going to rubber stamp and whatever. They don't even challenge the man. You know, there's, we have a lot of work to be done, man. You know, I, I know I work for, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to ask you this because I want to, uh, I'm going to get into, uh, I had a debate, uh, I've been having this debate for a few days, actually, and which, which I understand both sides, but uh, I don't know. When it comes to uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, uh, there was a post where 33% of 
those who intend to vote for Bernie Sanders, if Hillary Clinton turns out to be the nominee, that they will not vote for her. I wrote that hey, I understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. Now, I, don't, I don't want Trump, but I, but I, I understand. That's me. I'm I really in do. that. I'm in that. I am in that. It's funny that you said that. You know, I'm in that because I love what Bernie Sanders stands for. I look at Bernie Sanders as a he's he's honest. He's he's seen more genuine than Hillary. I look at Hillary, man. I detest Hillary. I look at Hillary as a Republican in a three-piece suit. That's how I see Hillary, man. She's a liar. Check this out, brother. Yes. Go ahead. Check this out. But the friend of mine, who's a a good friend that I really, really respect, we agree on most things, but I tell you, we get in the ring and we go at it in debate and we go at it. But when it's over, it's over. It's it's nothing personal. And I really appreciate Brother Dan Lee uh, because we can do that and still be cool with each other, and I like that. But, uh, but the thing that Dan was kind of saying was that we got to look beyond that because uh, we should unite around Hillary. If she defeats Bernie, we should foresee Hillary, I mean, foresee uh, anything else and go for Hillary because if not, then that will pave the way for a Trump presidency. Now, this is what I say, and I'll let you respond. My thinking is, you know what? If, if Hillary is the best thing that you had to offer us as a candidate, maybe we deserve a Donald Trump who's going to make sure then we're going to wake the hell up because you see what the hell he's doing. Hillary Clinton will keep us sleeping, thinking that we got something. Maybe it's time to take on this shit head on right. and see where we are and what we really have. Well, I mean, what do you think about that, man? Hey, man, absolutely. You're absolutely right because, you know, the past couple of days, this past week, this past weekend, it came to pass because most of the brothers – and the sisters that think all just about like how we think, they came out. They came out for the Trump rally, and they said, look, idiot, you're not coming to Chicago with that nonsense. You're not going to bring your racist game to Chicago. And most of the white folks that was, that, that was in line, that stood in line and came to support Trump, they're mostly on the Trump trash side. They're not the smart, educated ones. They wasn't there. They wasn't there because they're not going to support Trump. That's the difference. A lot of people don't understand is you have 330 million people in this United States. Now, we least have a population of probably 180 million of my white, and then you've got a large trailer trash population that hails from Wisconsin, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, and he's going to get those. Those the trailer trans votes, he's going to get them because the only thing they're thinking about when they hear another white guy says, we want our, we're going to go out there and vote and get our country back. And we don't, we don't care. We're going to build a wall. To, uh, we keep Mexicans out and all that. That's, right. that's scary. It's scary, man. Okay. So, but, so, so on, on that note, on that, on that note, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Now, on that note, on that note, should we take, should Bernie, those 33%, Go towards Hillary, or should we challenge this and say, "Hey, we're tired of going with the lesser of two devils, and maybe it's time that we take heed to this wake-up call because 
we don't still seem to be woke yet. That, and that's just my little opinion. That's what we were debating about. And that made me think about it because it makes sense. On the one hand, they talk about the Supreme Court coming up, uh, justices going to have to be appointed and so forth, and Hillary will be the best for that and so on. And I'm saying, first of all, we survived Nixon, Reagan, the Bushes, and all that. We survived slavery, Jim Crow. Look, right. I'm not supporting this fool, this dumbass, racist pig, Donald Trump, but it ain't going to be the end of the world. Right. Okay. right. It ain't gonna, right. We're going to survive. Oh, you know what? It's going to be Having a Trump in office will bring on challenges. But bring these Negroes off, you get them off their ass, and they will see that this this white boy is going to put his foot on your neck and he's going to challenge you. That's what Trump is going to do, man. He's going to challenge you, and that's what's going to wake people up. This country got with a Trump. Yeah, with a, with a Trump in office, maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need a Trump in office so we will get off our asses, you know. And we don't mean it. And I, know, and I, know, I, I know you don't, I don't mean that as a, an endorsement for that fool because he is a – but right. at the same time, like you're saying, we got to wake the hell up. And, I, and Hillary, we're going to keep on sleepwalking, being, being so happy and glad like we got something now. Really. So hey, I don't know, man. I love I love the Black Panther. I love the Black Panther era because the Black Panther era era brought on unity, man. It brought Black pride, man. It it brought it out. And there, as soon as they Beyonce came out and she was celebrating that Black unity thing, you know, with Black Panther Party and whatnot. You know, yeah. white folks yep. don't like yep. they don't like that. They don't like that. But see, she get, she had the platform to initiate it, and she did a real good job of initiating it. And I'm glad it came out. And hopefully, a lot of young blacks would take heed of that and, and say, I "Look, this is what we got to. This is what what's happening now, man. The country is divided, man. I don't care what you it. say or what. That's why I like this program here because you can speak on how you want to speak about the truth." See, the truth is about well, folks, man. The people don't like, they don't yeah. like the truth, man. Yeah. You know. There is a civil war. There's a civil war going on or about to go on between the Caucasian people, not all of them, because many of us are with us. They, they don't want this shit because it, it, it puts them in a situation. But there, there is something going on, and it's going to hit the, Look, these guys are going to look at If they stole an uh, election from Al Gore twice, not, uh, twice hell, they're not even ready to steal it from their own. They're going to do all they can right. to get Donald Trump to not be president. And I'm, I'm, this is going right. to be something hell of a to watch. You know? Well, here's what, they, here's what they're doing as we speak. The Republican Party, they all gather up trying to figure out Rubio and Cruz and a couple of more veterans. They all together trying to figure out how can we get a number. We need to get somebody in there other than Trump. They're trying to work it out and see what can they do. They trying, they will change. That's why they said with all the disdain and the way they treating Obama, saying, look, Negro, we don't care if you do have a close to 11 months to a year. You're not going to put who you want to put in that Supreme Court, you know. Yep, yep, Now, that, yep. that's a slap in the face, man. That is one slap yep. in the face, man. You know, and that just goes to show you how they're thinking. Because, like I, I say all the time about Republicans, people, they Republicans will have you as a slave. If they had it their way, you would be nothing but slaves. 
That's what you would be under a Republican regime. And that's what they're all about, keeping their foot on your neck and keeping everything for themselves and, and splitting the pot for themselves like they've been doing. Because if you look at the makeup, people, of the Senate, look at the Senate. Bunch of old, yes. older, white, disgruntled uh, racists. The House, too, the congressman. Look at Washington and look at the makeup. Speaking of, speak, speaking of the House and the Senate, I believe another thing that the Trump uh, presidency would do is we would get the House and the Senate. See, he just can't do what he wanted to do any more than President right. Obama couldn't just do what he wanted to do. He just can't get in there and just right. do his shit. Right. you got to go through some shit. So let's, 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 right. let's, let's calm down a little bit. I mean, right. it's serious shit. But he can't just get in there but, and do what the hell he want to do. That's right. But you, but but here's the thing about that, uh, Keith. The only reason why he would have a better chance of cutting deals because he's a white boy. Now he can cut. He gonna be. The, they're gonna listen to him when he gets those senators and congressmen in closed doors. He can cut deals because that's what they have been doing for the last two hundred years. They've been cutting deals behind closed doors until Obama. See, they didn't want to do no dealing with Obama. And that's one thing that Obama, the only deals that Obama was successful in doing was he, he saved Wall Street. And they knew, those congressmen, those white congressmen and senators, they knew that they had to save Wall Street. He saved the um, the auto industry. They knew that had to be done. See, they all went along with him saving those industries like that. But of course, yeah. they wouldn't pass yeah. his bill. He wanted to do the deal where... He wanted to fix the infrastructure. Had they had he was able to put off this infrastructure deal across America, a lot of people would be at work, man, and he would be uh, hailed as one of the greatest presidents ever if he could have pulled off yeah. this infrastructure deal. Because the infrastructure deal would have put a lot of people to work, blacks, white, people would have been working, Asians. And so that's what they, you know, like Obamacare. Obamacare is working for a lot of white folks right now are benefiting from Obamacare at a large percentage. But, no, they don't yeah. want to tell you that. I'm so sick and tired of the Republican. They keep, that's all you got to say is, well, as soon as I get in, I'm going to change Obamacare. No, you're not, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump. You're not because they're not, they, wow. the law is not going to allow you to change Obamacare, you idiot, you. But, see, Obama, see the Trump problem is he don't have a platform. He's a real estate well, he doesn't have anything. He's not a politician. He doesn't have He's anything. He's just hooping and hollering. No, he don't have anything to say. And he, 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 has, he, has he, he has racist. He has racist. Back in the KKK. That's, that's all he has. He's, he's, he's yeah. had hate, and he had, he's trying to use it, and he don't have enough sense to know that. that that's eventually, he, he's going to eventually be a victim of all this shit he's right. starting. He's going to pay the price for right. it in some way, shape, or form. His own people may even see to it. Yeah, they don't. But you know, people are looking at this. This past weekend has really showed him that the people, see, Chicago, they look at our politics. And we yeah. showed the yeah. nation, we showed the nation that, look, Donald Trump, don't bring this bullshit to Chicago. He's got, he got slapped in the face with it. And now he's on the internet talking about, oh, he's glad that happened. It's been exposed. No, you're an idiot. It happened because the people are not having this. And there's a lot of white folks, a lot of smart, educated white folks that are backing people of color with this. And then you have well, 30%. Say, 
of Hispanic here? No, that's yes. it's not it's yes. not welcome here. I want to say that that well, first of all, I I got I just I just had a text and uh, I'm here in Columbia, Missouri, and I just had a text. I'm going to have to uh, make a dispatch, St. Louis. God damn it, man. Okay, uh, look, I want to say I'm going to give you a chance to make a a last statement too, brother. I want to say kudos to Chicago, and I meant to say at the beginning of the show, Chicago. I was so effing proud of you all this weekend. I didn't know what the hell to do. You made me proud when you shut down Michigan Avenue. But yesterday, you showed Donald Trump that I believe that what Chicago did was change the damn game. What they did is going to change the whole rhythm of what's happening with this man's campaign. So kudos to Chicago, and that's a kudos to Beyonce, too, for representing. What do you think, Brother Carl? Go ahead and give me a a last word, and I'm going to close it out. Absolutely, man. That's exactly what I was speaking on. You know, because what happened with Kansas, it reflected on uh, Donald Trump. The message is out against you, man. Your game has come to a closure. His his BS has come to a closure. The people are not having it, and that's just the way it's going to be, man. We, there's a lot of work that we have to do from now until November. Uh, Donald Trump, is, he won't win because of the majority – of American, they will vote Hillary in. They're not going to have Donald Trump as their president. Absolutely not. I tell you something else: the Republican Party, they're going to work against Donald Trump. You watch because they have so much hate for this man against him in their own party, man. So the Republican Party. Let me say this about the Republican Party: it's going to be a long time coming before a Republican is the president of the United States. That's what I have to say, and I want people to come out and vote because that's your Number one rightful duty is to come out and vote. You know, even though the voting thing's been tainted and they stole from Al Gore and they stole from they, uh, the George W. Bush, he shouldn't have been the president for for two terms, you know. So he, he stole the election as well. So that's my thing. Get out and vote, and let's, and let's see what the changes bring us. Thanks a lot for having me, man. I appreciate you, man. It's always good to hear your voice and hear you. I've been following you. I've been busy, but you know, yeah, the and the delivery is 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 there. You know, I'm 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 always there for my people. You know, and I'm I'm about change and kicking knowledge, and that's what I'm about. Thanks well, a lot. I appreciate man. you I appreciate coming on, brother Carl. I wish I wish I wish you had more time. It's always great for you to call in. We always have uh, great conversations, and uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm glad I got most of the show in. I had a little bit more, but. Well, you know how it is. Sometimes you just got to break it off and go make that money, man. I know you can relate to that. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, Thanks, people, uh, thank you, brother, brother uh, Carl. I, I'll talk with you, man. We'll talk after the election and uh, talk to you around there, brother. Take care. Peace to you. Much respect. Peace. Okay, everybody. Uh, I had a little bit more. I guess we'll have to uh, – I, I, I probably will – I'm almost certain I'll have a show unless uh, something comes in uh, – Dispatch-wise, uh, on Wednesday, the day after the election, but uh, I was, I'm glad and I, uh, I was able to get Brother Terry Hardy in. I really appreciate Brother Terry coming on, the uh, president president of the South Shore High School Alumni Association Incorporated, and uh, great information. And I hope everybody can uh, get to that meeting. And hopefully, if you have uh, uh, children or grandchildren uh, ready to go to college, they will try to get involved in this uh, HBCU college tour and uh, check it out. Check it out. I'm telling you firsthand, there's nothing like an HBCU. It's a beautiful place to go to school. So uh, I also want to thank Brother Carl.
Carl Sanderson uh, for calling in and uh, holding me up and getting some good information in. And uh, I also want to thank Brother Dan Lee. We had some Dan and Dan is a great brother. We we when we when we debate we debate and we really go at it hard. If people didn't know us, they they we got debate and think that we're that we're, we just can't stand each other. But no, it's not like that. We just it's like two prizefighters sparring. You know that's the way it is. You know you, you're gonna get hit. You, you're swinging and when it's over with, you go to your corner. After the, you know, after the, uh, you get out the way, you go out and have some dinner. It's all good, and I, I really appreciate that. Uh, and we can do that. I wish more people could do that. So on that note, I'm going to uh, call it a night. Got to go to work. Uh, in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power. Peace and good night.
Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.